You're listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show, TMPS number 88. I'm joined by a very special guest, Alexa. Are you okay? What's going on over there? Huh? What do you mean they don't they don't fit you anymore? I don't understand how they all of a sudden don't don't fit. Like they're they're meant to fit. Like they're me- what's going on? They're too long. You have to crunch them down. They they, they look they see. They don't crunch anymore though. They're crunched as much as they crunch. What? And they're a little loud still. Are they still loud? They're still loud. Am I even turning down your mic? Because this is upside down to me. So I think this is mine. Are you okay? I guess. You guess. They just don't fit. I don't understand. You've been on the show several times. We've never had an issue. Hold on. Check that side over there. I don't think that side's all the way down. It is, though. What are we going to do? Huh. Uh-oh. She's doing something with her hairs. Put this on the very top. Oh, my God. She's making a, a bun, and then the bun is going to serve as an extension of her head. That's good now. So now she looks like Elvis circa, like, 19, I don't know, 56 or whatever, or whenever he was out. Now they're a little too small. <laughs> you know what? I pulled them down, then now they're good. Okay. You know what? We aim to please here at TMPS. <laughs> Facebook Live one. <laughs> I'm glad that would be hilarious for Facebook Live. All right, Alexa is in the house. We are doing what we are calling the uh, PJ show. It is uh, Thursday at 10 a.m. Um, and we decided that we wanted to do a show, and this was the time when we both could do it. It's my day off, and you have to, so tell me. So you have a job now. You have a nursing job. So tell me about it. Tell me what's going on. Friday, Saturday. Sunday you got to bring that mic real, real close. Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, 7P to 7A. Oh. And Thursday, 3 to 11. That's why we couldn't do it tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. So you work 3 to 11 today. Mm-hmm. So 3P to 11. 11P. Okay. Just making sure. Because <laughs> I don't know with this job. It seems like you're you're working... So it's nights. So you're, you're is that kind of like because you're like a kind of new- like it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> is that because you're you're like a newbie? Is that kind well, of how like, it is? I'm doing my like um my transitions. So that's just the lady that I got paired up with. That's what she likes to work. What do you mean tra- transitions? Like I'm almost done with school. Oh, you're you're still in school. Yeah. But you started your your job. I haven't I haven't started my job. I'm not getting paid for any of this. <laughs> That's what wow, makes, this, that's what this makes it better. This just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're not you're not even getting paid. No. For what you are doing. I mean, doing. the three to eleven today. That's like my job at Passivant at the hospital. Oh. But then the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, seven p to seven a. That's like my transitions that no pay. So transition is like you're going to be done with school soon. Here is a professional, like a nurse, an experienced nurse, mm-hmm. and you're going to work with her this awful schedule. Yeah. Well, I guess that's just what she likes to yeah. work. And it's basically like, okay, we're just going to teach you the ropes before you even get here. Yeah. And you're not getting paid. Yep. Wow. Wow. That's, but in a way though, you will be getting paid. It's like, <laughs> it's going to make things a lot easier for your actual day one, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's not on the, I mean, yes, but at the same time, it's not on the floor that I will be working on. So, okay. well, I mean, yes, it'll make it easier, but I'm not going to be on that floor specifically. So, okay. like, it's not like I'm just going to, oh, right in. But, I mean, it's still getting more, just like more direct practice. Sure. Yeah. And, and, when, and by practice, like what, what things are you allowed to do? As far as nursing is concerned. Everything. I'm allowed to do everything except I can't draw blood from picks or ports. Okay. I can't hang blood. Um, oh, that's lots to do with like blood there. Just because that's like, and I can't like give chemo drugs. 
Oh, okay. Just wow. Just because that's like specialized, like that's just what UPMC says. That like, sure. If you don't have, like, if you don't go through our classes, you aren't allowed to do those things. Well, if we haven't passed you off on them. Now, let me ask you something. Um, of course, physicians very specialized. Uh, my mom's a pharmacist, and when she graduated school in 1970, whatever, from pharmacy school, everyone was a pharmacist. Now, things get much more specialized as far as there are pharmacists that only deal with chemo drugs. There's infectious disease pharmacists, you know. H has nursing gone in that same way? I mean, there are, like, there's, like, the wound care nurses. There's, like, IV team. Okay. I mean, IV team, you don't need a special license, but like I know, wound like the wound care nurses, they have to go and get a special like certificate to be like a wound care nurse. Now, what does that mean, wound care? Like, like, like what are we talking about here? They like do um, all like the suction for like like wound vacs. They're in charge of put, like putting those on and off. So we're talking like major wounds. Yeah. Like we're talking like. like like three inch into the stomach. Someone was that, like, like, aren't healing. Oh, I and see. It's so, like they're in charge of taking care of those. And then just like the general <sighs> stuff, like if somebody gets like a little pressure ulcer, they're supposed to go look at it like at first to just okay. be like, yes, it is a pressure ulcer. Like, and just like, yes, it's this wide by this wide. And just kind of yeah. put like the basic in. Cause I know, like, I had a friend, um, we went to high school together and then we reconnected. Um, so basically, she didn't go to, um, after high school, she didn't go to college. She went right to nursing school. Okay. Is that kind of what, what you're doing, right? What's going on? You got some tangles? I'm just getting pulled. No, okay. Is that kind of what, 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 what you've done, right? Yeah. Okay. So then we, we, after college, she's now a nurse and everything. She worked on a cardiac floor mm -hmm. and it seemed like that's what she kind of specialized in but I didn't know if it was just where she worked or if in nursing school she actually specialized oh no I mean no I mean I wanted to go into cardiac but like you don't have to specialize in it it's like, just go into cardiac you just kind of have to get like a job on one of those on floors floor. yeah yeah and just kind of go from there yeah the and only thing different about cardiac that you need is you just like you have to be ACLS trained what does that mean it's just like a form of like CPR like the like most people just like BL I think it's BLS like yeah it's just basic life support that's what most people just have but on cardiac floors they like you to be ACLS trained and it's just like a higher level of it huh just so you know like I mean just yeah. it's a cardiac floor that's interesting it just seems like but it doesn't really differ between like if you want to go into GI GU uh -huh. like like that kind of stuff yeah I I was listening to um well, at at work now, I listen to um, Pandora a lot because I just want kind of like music. And so, at at my new job, they they give everyone gets a computer like like a desktop. Oh, they didn't take them away. Yeah, no, no. There's no there's no iPads there. <laughs> it's all desktops. And so, I have a bullpen desk. I don't have a showroom desk now. I just have a bullpen desk, and it's it's a company computer. So I'm not going to like, like at, at Lexus, I used my, my personal computer that I bought for the job because we had the iPads and the iPads are great, but it was more like when I was doing my work, my phone calls, my notes, I liked, I like to have a laptop, you know, a, a PC because that's what I'm used to using. And you know, it's my personal computer. So I downloaded like Spotify and iTunes and all this stuff, but this is a work computer. So I don't want to do all of that because it's not, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not my computer. I, it just allows me to access the CRM and which we use Reynolds, which is nice because yeah. the other two guys that I, I came in with, they're struggling with a Ray Ray. Yeah. And I'm like, listen guys, it's really, it's not that difficult. Like what we have to use Reynolds for the CRM is really not that difficult. But if you're new to it, I could understand. So luckily that was a very quick learn. I didn't have to relearn anything there. Um, it's all the same stuff. And uh, so I listen to Pandora a lot just to have some music on because that's just an, that's just the website. I don't have to download anything. But they, I was listening to an ad for like nurses and it was like, you know, uh, the, we need nurses. Like, da -da 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 -da. and I was thinking, you know, um, that'd be a, I, I, I actually kind of thought about it like for a second because like a lot of my family is in medicine. Yeah. And I thought about maybe, um, 
Well, first off, I'm too old to do medical school. That I think that 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 ship has sailed. Okay, I, I wouldn't be a doctor till I was like 50, if you think about it. Like let like let's say I decided today to apply to to a medical school. One, I don't have any of the prerequisites. I was taught there was a girl that I was work or that like is on the floor that I'm pre like doing my transitions on, and she's trying to get she's just an aide, but she's trying to get into medical school. I didn't realize how hard it was. Yeah, it's it's not easy. Like what's the like the MCAT? That's a test you have to take. Yes. She was talking about that, and yeah. I was like, like all the stuff that's on it and how yeah. long it is. I was like, I thought the NCLEX was hard that I had to take. No, like that's insane. Yeah, the it's serious. And like she was telling me like all the different things that are on it. I was yeah. like, it's serious business. And so my younger sister's in medical school, and while you're in medical school, you have to take boards along the way. And what these boards do while you're still in school is they basically determine what kind of doctor you can be. So I don't know all the exact numbers, so I'm going to kind of like make them up, but um, just for the sake of the conversation. But like, I think after your first two years in medical school, you you take a board. And whatever your score is, let's say it's, you know, zero to 700 or something. You know, if you're like 600 and up, you can be basically like whatever you want to be. You want to be a neurosurgeon, you want to apply, you know, to be, I, you know, a, a, yeah. a, like, like anything. And it, it, it's basically a score that lets like residency programs know, well, that's a pretty smart person. If they want to be a surgeon, they can probably handle it, you know. Um, but if you're below the 600, it actually can like limit you. And that, you know, surgery residencies are only going to look at people who are 600 and above. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting that you can be going through medical school wanting to be a surgeon, and then you take this board. I think you can take it three times, I think. And you don't get the score that allows you to be a surgeon. Yeah. I mean, you can apply to a residency or whatever, but that doesn't mean you're you're going to get it. Yeah, because that's what this girl said. She was like, I have like, I got a, it was like a 499, but she's like, if you don't even have a 500 people, like, you're, you, yeah. don't even, you don't even get looked at. Exactly. So, like, so I have to take it again and wait. Exactly. To start reapplying to everything. I was oh. like, oh. Yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, like, I, don't, the, I don't really know what it's out of. Like the yeah, like I what, don't know. But I mean, my sister tells me about it, and I'm just like, ah, uh, you know. <laughs> it's sucks. it's hard. But you know, so it's an interesting thing. Like I just kind of thought that you go to medical school, and it's like I want to be this kind of doctor, and you go and be that kind of doctor. Yeah. It's like it doesn't work that that way because it takes a certain level of I, let's just say intelligence, a certain level of you know competency. To, you know, I mean, surgery is no joke. I, my sister was was considering it. And then she realized that it's just not, it's not the life that she wants to lead, you know. I mean, can you imagine, like, being responsible for cutting someone open, fixing something, putting it back together correctly, and then sewing them up and going, all right, we're done. But the thing is, once you get to that point, you never have to do that. That well, that's true. I mean, they're like whenever you graduate, you're never doing a full surgery yourself. Yeah. It's like you just like come you have, in. You have your residents that open yeah. everything up, and then you come in for the middle part. And yeah. Then you're, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And then <laughs> your residents close. I I know someone who um, is a surgeon, and she runs two ORs at a time. And so she's in doing one surgery, and just like you said, yeah. as soon as she's done. Then she flips to the uh, the adjacent room where and then the residents or whatever close up that yeah. patient. They've already opened this patient and prepared them. And she goes back and forth all day. But And I'm just thinking that's fucking wild. That's I, I wild. Don't think, I don't think I could be on. My, I don't think I could stand on my feet that long. I like mean, without sitting down. I that just blows my mind. Like you, you're not sitting down. Like there are surgeons that are up for like standing for eight hours. Yeah. And the the mental focus it would take. Like I'd be like, mm. like I think if I was a physician, I would definitely want to do something like like my dad, who was an anesthesiologist. It takes a very smart person to do that because you have to think. Like if you and I are getting the same surgery, um, let's say we both got Nissen's on the same day, like my famous <laughs> Nissen fun application. <laughs> I'm a lot heavier than you. I'm taller than you. I'm older than you. It it all comes into effect. You would not get as much drugs as I would. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and and it's and plus my surgery was twice as long as it should have been. So there's all this stuff. I mean, they I mean a lot of people like when I was younger and people would say, "What's your dad do?" and they say anesthesiologist, or I'd say anesthesiologist, they'd be like, "Well, that sounds pretty easy. You just put people to sleep." I'm like, "Hold up, buddy!" <laughs> like it's one of the most important aspects of a surgery because, like, can you imagine waking up? And your body, or not waking up. I mean, (laughs) like they have, like my dad would have to go into a room, and okay, this guy weighs two ten. He's six feet tall. His surgery needs to last at least six hours. What, what, what do I need to give him? How many? I don't think the anesthesiologist. I don't think they're in there the whole time either. No, no, that's what (laughs) that's what nurse nurse anesthetists are for. Yeah. Well, they have they administer the the drugs. Yeah. Like when I had my my Nissen. I had no. I only. I think I only had one anesthesiologist. I'm trying to, to remember. I had one guy. Um, I had one guy who they give you like like pre drug in your IV, and you start getting a little, and then they roll you in and put the mask on. But when I had my wisdom teeth out, now I had I think three of the four were impacted. Oh, I have to get that done. Soon. Yeah, so I I actually he was like my uh what oral surgeon I guess he was like we could either do it in the office under local or we can um do like a legit surgery at Shadyside Hospital. I said legit surgery. Yeah, so I have to get on AGH and get mine out. Yeah, yeah, like as my mom told me when she had hers out, she remembered the surgeon having his arm like around her head like he, she was in like a sleeper hold and or maybe the left arm and his right hand was in her in her mouth like she remembers it and i said it's not gonna be me i had two anesthesiologists <laughs> i could not imagine yeah can you imagine i had two anesthesiologists for that crying. yeah exactly because <laughs> <laughs> like i guess when they're well i mean when they're impacted they have to turn sideways. Yeah, and they I have, have to one like of mine's impacted. They have to like cut it open and like yank it out mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I was like, let's do the full surgery. And I had the I had one anesthesiologist for the for the pre like the pre op part when I was still like in the room. And my dad worked at Shady Side briefly, so he remembered my father. He recognized my my last name. And um, then when they were rolling me back, it was a. It was another anesthesiologist who actually put the mask on and told me to count back from from 10. And I remember it, and I remember looking up, and it was a woman, and I see this woman. She goes, hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so. I'm your anesthesiologist. And, like, it felt like a, a scene in ER where they're, like, rushing you back, and they're, you know, this, that, and, like, there's, like, an emergency. I'm like, this is just wisdom teeth, guys. Like, can we take a chill? Like, this is not that big of a deal. <laughs> but, no, I, I wanted I want to be completely out. If I have to do anything like that, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like, um, I remember it, but, um, so when, so what's the timeline here? It's now April, May. When are you actually done with school? When's, when's graduation day? My last day of like clinicals is, or like doing these like transitions, not getting paid. <laughs> is that, the, like, that the first off 31st, that kind of blows my mind. <laughs> Are you choosing to do this, or is this like a no, mandate? You, ha- you have to. This you is ha- a mandate. You have to have 120 hours to graduate. Oh, so this is like part of school. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's how they uh, get you. They, they they make it part. Of, it's like free slave, labor. Slave labor. It's slave labor. Yeah. It's slave labor under the guise of school. Yeah. <laughs> so the 31st is my last day. Okay. Wow. And then, but then I have to do like in May. I mean, I don't have any finals or anything. Okay. So I have like the first week off, but then the eighth, ninth, and tenth, I have like an NCLEX class. This is May. Yeah, of May, the eighth, ninth, and tenth, I have a class from like three to ten. Mm-hmm. And then the twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth, I have a class from nine to four. Oh. Yeah. So after those six days, then I will be done. But I graduate the seventeenth. Okay. That's when I walk. Okay, where's your graduation? The Peterson Event Center. Oh, okay. That's cool. I'm not doing the graduation, though. I told them I wasn't waiting in line for that. What <laughs> so do you I mean? Told, I told them they can mail my... Um, you're not You're not going to walk? No. There's so many people. 
They don't do just like a nursing school? I mean, there is one. It's at two o'clock. There's like a pinning, like a, a nursing pinning ceremony. Are you going to do that? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Oh, okay, but, but like, you're not going to go to the big one. No, I'm not going to the college graduation. No, that my, uh, my uh, brother is graduating from his master's at yeah. CMU and he's not doing the big one. Yeah. He's like, I'll do the they engineering asked, they asked one. Me, they're like, do you want to, do you want to do that? I was like, um, no. I went. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, here's 20 bucks. You can mail it to my yeah, house. <laughs> yeah. My, my brother went to Drexel in Philadelphia and he had just the engineering school one. And with just my luck, that was the first year they did a full school Full university graduation. Usually it's just the nursing school, the medical. I don't know what schools they have. You know, the engineering school. And we went to his. And then he was like, well, this is the first year they're doing the full university. So I'd like to do it. And it was at a baseball stadium. That's how it was at the Phillies baseball stadium. And I remember sitting there and it's literally like, the class, the you know the um the two thousand whatever school of nursing and they just walk in, the 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 procession of students in was longer than the actual ceremony, and I'm sitting there going like this is ridiculous, it is so many people yeah, and my mom said when she graduated from Pitt Pharmacy School, um the way they did it was, so they had their own of course. Everyone, I don't remember where it was. I don't know if it was at like Three Rivers or if it was at whatever. But they basically just said, and now the 1970 whatever school of pharmacy, and they all stand up, they cheer, and then they sit down. (laughs) Instead, this one was... I'm pretty sure, no, they call everyone by name. No way. Oh, my God. What, what, What Drexel did is they said, and now so and so representing the... Like they they had one person represent every school. Yeah. And they got a they got a, a diploma. You know what I mean? Like they were handed yeah. a, a something. Everyone else got their diplomas during the 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 just just the one school yeah. thing, like the smaller graduation. And even that was super long. Um but then they had so like one student represented the school of, of engineering for my brother. He or she walked, got a you know, some kind of diploma thing. Uh, and then, you know, ceremonial thing and then walked off. I mean, it was a nice ceremony that they had a great speaker. And um, I mean, it was really nice. But it's, it's you know, I went to a small like liberal arts college. I did not go to a big school. And even my school in New York, which is a conservatory of music, very small. Only 900 students in the whole school. Undergraduate, graduate, doctorate and artist diploma. Only 900 people. So like I'm I'm not used to these big events. Like yeah. I'm used to very kind of smaller intimate settings. I mean in my college, you know, where I went, the the whole the whole school was there. Like I only graduated with like 100 and some odd people. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there were more. Yeah. Well, maybe in the conservatory it was just 100 yeah. and some. So everyone could walk, you know, cuz it was a small school. So I'm sitting there like in a in a baseball stadium thinking I don't know if I could go to a big school like this. It was just never my thing. Yeah. And um, I kind of like the the more intimate, you know. But um, but it just depends on on what you're uh, what you're what you're doing. And honestly, those ceremonies, it's more for the parents anyway. Yeah, I mean, I know like the pinning ceremony is at two, and then like the grill graduation was at seven. I was like, I cannot spend all day down no. there. No. Like, <laughs> so what do you mean? What do you mean pinning? Is there like an actual pin? Yeah, it's like something that goes back to like. It's like forever a forever ago, like like when Florence Nightingale got a pin. Oh wow! Like so, it's I don't know. Like I don't know if I don't know if all colleges do it whenever like nursing, like whenever nurse like for their graduations. Yeah, but that's what they do there. Yeah, it's um, just like their like the graduation pinning ceremony thing. In speaking of Florence Nightingale, in did you learn like did you have to take like a history of nursing or anything? I mean, not a history, but like we learned like. I mean, not like learned, but I mean, we like touched on it like slightly. Yeah. I was just curious. Just in like our first semester. Because like the, the history of music is very, they put a lot. Of, I, I love, I love the headphone issues that you are having right now. <laughs> it, was, it was just starting to slide. <laughs> it's really kind of funny. You, you, I, I should take a picture, but I'm going to respect the fact that we, <laughs> it's early and we're, we're, we're in our PJs. This is the PJ show. Um, 
I, I woke up like a half hour ago. It's fantastic. And I'm now I'm now now I'm doing a show. Um, I was worried you weren't going to answer, and I was like, I need to get there at ten. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you want to you want to know <laughs> and something? This, and it was your day off, and, you, and I texted you last night to make sure we were Listen, still on for a day, and so, you didn't answer last night, and I was like, uh, what Jay, if he doesn't? Answer? I was like, Jay, well, I guess we're just not doing it then. <laughs> yeah, Jason just texted me. Are you okay, man? Um, I did not watch one second of last night's game where we destroyed the the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, I got home from work and I went straight to bed. I was so exhausted. Last night, I was literally, I don't know why, but for some reason after work, I was just done. And I thought I'll go over Jason's. We'll watch the show. I mean, watch um the game. I'm sure he's watching it. And um, I just I passed out. <laughs> I just passed out. But because you know I've been waking up around six a.m. for you know the job, um for the oh, past. Why so early? Well, I like to get up early. Um, but this is the point though. My alarm goes off at six. Do I actually get out of bed at six? <laughs> no. But I love to snooze. It's my favorite thing in the world. I hate snoozers. It's, I love, I mean. I hate snoozers. If your alarm clock goes off, your ass should be out of bed. (laughs) My sister does it. Anthony does it. And it pisses me off. (laughs) Because that just means that's longer that I'm being woken up. Yeah. But I don't have to be. (laughs) Like, my sister will set her alarm clock to go off at like 530. And then she'll snooze it until 630. Yeah, that's what I do. And then I'm like up, up every 10 minutes. Yeah. Or it's like every eight and a half minutes or I whatever. guess, though, I live alone, so I'm not really bothering anybody. Yeah, you're not bothering anybody. <laughs> Anth- Anthony does it too. Like, he'll, he'll be like, okay, we're going to wake up at this time. But then he ends up snoozing it 10 times. Like, then why don't we just wake up an hour and a half later? But here's the thing, though. <laughs> I the use... point? Like, why do we have to snooze? <laughs> I... Like, that's an extra hour of uninterrupted sleep yeah. I could have gotten. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, I use my Amazon Echo for my my alarm clock, and um, Alexa. <laughs> and let's just say <laughs> snooze is a really hard word to come up with <laughs> when you're half asleep. I'll say every variation of the word while that alarm, but Alexa snooze, <laughs> and I'm just like, it's like it's 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 really a hard word. So I'm not hitting something. I'm actually I have to verbally snooze. <laughs> But I'll snooze for like I'll my alarm goes off at six every morning, and I usually wake up around like six forty five, six fifty. I don't need a lot of time to get ready for work. Um, I used to like cook breakfast and all of that. I don't know. I just I just kind of just go to work. I don't know. I, I but here's you, the thing: you though. pack your lunches now, though. I do. I do pack my lunches because I don't park at the dealership. Which that is miserable. Yes, it is, and it I is, can't believe I never knew that. It I feel is, like they have so much parking down there, though. Um, the, there, the, uh, most of the sales staff parks there, but they used to have a lot less people. And now that business is starting to pick up for Volvo, Jaguar, and Land Rover. They've done a lot of updating to their cars and stuff. They've high, like each side used to have five. Now Volvo has eight and I believe Rover Jag has seven. So they've expanded their sales staff. They there they have a second floor to that building where they have offices. Mm-hmm. Their Mercedes Benz store, their offices for like accounting are in that building. Mm-hmm. So they've there's more people, and they they don't they don't have enough room at the store mm-hmm. because of it, like they have an outlet which means like cheaper cars plus all the regular certified Rovers Jags it's and like. You mean like cert, like certified used cars, like that type? Well, so they have, they have an outlet. So, so basically, cars that typically you would like send to auction, like really cheap, like ten thousand dollar cars, um, they they keep them, fix them up a little bit, and and sell them oh. in like an outlet. That's what they call it. And they're usually just like, here's the car, it's as is. Um, here's a list of things that you you should probably do to it. If you want us to do them, we will. If you yeah. have a if you have a buddy who will do them for cheaper, go ahead. Plus all the just more expensive off brand stuff. Plus all the certified Jags Rovers and Volvos. And I mean it. Plus all the loaner cars. It you got to think about it. That store is three brands, and is twice as big 
as I mean, think about that. Think how many salesmen are at Lexus? Seven. There are twice as many at at I that don't store. Know how many we have anymore? It changes, yeah. it changes every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if you double the sales staff, that's double the pre-owned cars that come in on trade. Plus, you need loaner cars for three brands. You know, if you're going to give yeah. a, a Jag loaner car, it needs to be a Jag. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot more, and so. I have to get up. I have to drive to this this lot up behind Ditka's. Then I have to wait for a shuttle to come and get me. And then last night, I didn't have time to get my car in the evening. So I had to have a, another salesperson drive me up. And so for lunch, I... I so there, there, there is a lunch shuttle. Or like the salespeople, or I mean not the salespeople, the um, managers. Are they allowed to park down there? Of course. Of course. <laughs> That's a perk of being a manager. But only three salespeople park, the three new guys, only we park up up, <laughs> up at the shuttle. Kind of like initiation. Yeah. You're parking, they, you're parking up the You know, I, they, they, um, they failed to tell me that till after I accepted the job. They're like, oh, by the way, you'll be parking up there and there'll be a shuttle. I was like, what? <laughs> but, it, you know, it's the only thing about it is I work till eight. We're like the office people... A lot of office people work up there and they work nine to five. They work like a regular day, you know, regular work schedule. A few of them park up there. So basically what happens is there's the afternoon, like the early evening shuttle that takes all of them to their cars to go home. And then I ride that shuttle up and bring my car back to the dealership and just park in one of their their spots. Mm. So add, because there's no shuttle at um, 8 p.m. Oh. The shuttle stops at 6.15 so I, I have to get my car by 6 15 yeah. but last night i had a five o'clock appointment then i had someone at six eight o'clock i never was i wasn't able to get to my car so you're walking well i had i asked another salesperson to take me up it's 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 not that bad it seems a little like and we have people complaining about parking up on the hill at yeah they, they 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 should be grateful <laughs> and, and they're getting a I staircase now the up- uproar we would have. can you imagine if burl had to take a shuttle <laughs> I don't think he would ever have to. I mean, I don't know about bro. I can yeah. see I'm other people, others complaining. Yeah. But like, um, it's not that bad. It's just like for lunch, um, you know, I used to be able to just zoom down to Chick-fil-A, yeah. grab some food and come back. Now I have to wait for the shuttle. Then the, sh- the guy asked me, when do you want me to pick you up? And I usually give him like a half hour. It allows me to get in my car, go get food, get back to the um, lot get the shuttle and I eat back at the dealership usually just depending on how quickly I actually get my food but um actually the other day I got my food so quickly at, at the at the progi place that I got back to the lot I had like 20 minutes before he was scheduled to pick me up I ate on the hood of my car <laughs> and I'm sitting there standing eating pierogies on the hood of my car thinking this is fucked what the fuck you know but hey you know it's the, the thing about it, though, for me, is there's a lot of time spent waiting and sitting on the shuttle where I could be doing work, you know? Yeah. That's the only thing for me. Like, going to the shuttle and back takes time out of my yeah. m- my day, and I have to plan things. Like, oh, I, I can't plan an appointment for 5 o'clock or whatever because I have to get my car. I'll still do the appointment because I know someone will drive me up. They have to. What, what, what are they going to yeah. do? You know what I mean? Someone will drive me up there. like Make you walk. Yeah. Like actually like one time. I So on Wednesdays I start at noon. I, I work noon to eight. And the first Wednesday that I worked noon to eight. 11.45. 11.50. 11 11.55. No shuttle. Okay. I'm going to be late. 11.59. No shuttle. I email my manager. I, I say to him, listen, I'm here. There's no shuttle. Um, I've been here for a while, and he came and he got me. So basically on Wednesdays, what I do is I go to the dealership first. I take my bag in and my lunch. Then I go find the driver, and I say, come and get me. And I drive up to the lot, and he comes and he gets me. Because the lunch shuttle is a little different. The lunch shuttle is more like... Um, it's not as fluid as like like the morning and evening shuttle. They just keep going back. They it's, it's like that Disney. Seems like a pain it's like it's like fucking Disney. You know what I mean? There's just yeah. it's like it's just they're they're circling, picking up, dropping up, picking up. The lunch one's a little different. The, the lunch one's more like um, meet me back here at like one because you only have an hour for for uh for lunch. You know what I mean? Like you want to keep like like on your schedule. 
So I realized the only way for the lunch shuttle to come and get me on a Wednesday is I have to go and get him and have him follow me up there and then bring me back. It's a, it's a little much, but you know what? It is what it is. It's life. <laughs> it's the shuttle. I, I live the shuttle life. It's no big deal. Ugh. It's a big like Mercedes like sprinter van. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. How many people can you fit on it? Oh, I don't know. I mean, one, two, three, like four, five, six, probably like 12. Oh. Well, there's never that that many. There's yeah. like a few of us at a time going back and forth. And they have an army of drivers, old retired men. And they just, they're, they're everywhere. They drive loners around. Like um, not, not every single car that, that we deal or trade is brought in on a truck. If it's close enough, they'll send a driver to go and get it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't know. Cause it's like miles. You, you put miles on the car. Yeah. But I don't know. But Hey, if as long as it's so, as long as the client doesn't mind getting a car with like 200 miles on it. Yeah. You know I mean? It's still like a very new car, you know, compared to 10,000 or something. But, um, but it, it's been going well. It's good. It's different. You know, it's a different vibe, a different job. How many, different how many drivers do you think you have? I have no idea. At least 10. I mean, we have a lot though too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, you I mean, have, we have to. We have more than you would think. You exactly because you like don't like see them. Yeah, they're not really because most of them are driving during the day. Most of them are doing loaner pickups and drop yeah, offs. Exactly. So yeah. you really don't see most of them during yeah. the day. You know, Volvo doesn't have pickup, drop off, and pickup, oh. which I'm very surprised about. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why not. Because like that doesn't have to be a Volvo thing. That's not a Lexus thing. That's a that's a Rorick thing. Yeah. Like they're offering that 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 service. Mm -hmm. Like my mom's Mercedes gets picked up and dropped off from the Mercedes store. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just like logistically, like they just don't have enough people or there's just not enough cars or I don't know. But um, no one really seems to mind. Doesn't yeah. seem to deter anyone from buying a car. Um, it's just a nice perk. You know, the pickup and delivery is a nice perk. But um, I think a lot of our clients probably live like in the city. Yeah. Volvo is really like a city car. It's really designed around like their safety system is called city safety. You know, like Lexus safety system plus like their their Lexus safety system plus is called city safety because I think to them, a lot of accidents happen in the city, like 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 little fender benders hitting people, cyclists and stuff. You know, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> but uh, there, it, it's been going pretty good. So um so, uh, so you, you walk on the 17th and then when do you start your job officially? I told them I wanted the summer off. So I start July 23rd. Really? You're yeah. going to, you're going to get a little vacay. Yeah. Any little, plans for the vacay? vacay? Uh, take my NGLEX. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. It's more studying. <laughs> that well, hey, that's you know that's life though. Um, I my manager came and got me yesterday. He goes, Michael, you're not certified to sell Volvos. I said, what? He goes, you're not certified yet. You haven't finished it. I'm like, dude, it was a hundred percent. I I finished. I spent days on this certification. I go into the little training portal. It was like ninety eight point seven seven percent. And I was like, he goes, you have to take more classes. So yesterday I spent most of the day just taking these like classes. <laughs> and in one of the classes, okay, after dozens of classes, one of the new ones that I had to take was a class on how to use the training portal. <laughs> I'm like, shouldn't that have been class number one? <laughs> it was like, welcome to the Volvo training portal. Uh, you know, uh, to start a class, simply click on the name. It'll turn green if it's or something or red yeah. if it's required. I'm thinking I should have taken this like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and one was about like phone etiquette, and the other one was about this thing I, I I don't even use. It's just you know what it is. It's like a waste of time. It's not a. It's it's more like and, and some of them are like um, you know, welcome to the Volvo thing. The new 2013 is our most advanced. I'm like it's 2018. This is 2013 model. But, you know, you do sell a lot of pre-owned cars, so yeah. you do have to know about them. Um, but, you know, it's still like one of those things where <laughs> I'm sitting there all day like, what do you mean I'm not certified? I've been selling for a month. Like, <laughs> and Jason, Jason told me that there's a 10-week uh, backlog for sales licenses because I haven't received my new license that says Ray Hall on it. 
And they, you have to give your, I mean, I can still sell cars. It's not a big deal. But he said there's a 10-week backlog. So I won't, I'm probably not going to even receive my actual license for a long time. But, uh, so you're going to have some time off then, which is going to be spent studying. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's like a test? Yeah. When's that? Um, it's like, well, it takes like, they say two to six weeks to get your stuff back from the state. Okay. Like your license stuff Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You used to sign up for the test. Okay. So. Sounds thrilling. Yeah. So much fun. So what kind of floor are you on now compared to the floor that you're going to be on? Like my transitions? Yeah. It's like, it's a rehab floor down at Presby. Oh. But they have like LVADs and like they get all kinds, they get like stroke patients and they get a lot of, um, since they do so many transplants down there, they get a lot of transplant, transplant patients. Wow. And then what kind of floor are you going to be working on? Um, it's just like a flex telemetry floor. So, what does that mean? I mean, there's like, like all the patients are on monitor, like heart monitors, but, mm-hmm. um, the heart room monitors them. Like we don't have to monitor them. Like they're, like they're on the wall, but like, it's not like a heart floor where the nurses are specifically in charge of monitoring. Oh, okay. Their, like their rhythms. Okay. Um, but they get all, like all kinds of patients. They get like a diabetes patients that are like really out of whack um, yeah i mean is there is it so like, is that like a general floor then i mean yeah okay yeah it's like a more gen- like not serious cardiac issues but like people are just having like syncope or something like that yeah like little like little surgeries okay thereafter for post-op because like, like i'm because i'm trying to think of when i had my surgery at mercy and i was sent up to the eighth floor i felt like it was kind of just like a general floor. I mean, I only I was in my own world and drugged up on yeah. dilaudid, but the guy next to me was not post op. I mean, I don't want to go into his issues because of HIPAA and stuff, but he he was not post op. He yeah. he was just a guy who needed some medical attention in yeah. one way or or another. And uh, so, I mean, I've always kind of wondered about that because, like you, we, like I know, like my my friend, she worked at Shadeside Hospital on a cardiac yeah. floor. You know, you've told me the, the different floors that you've worked on. And I mean, I, I guess it would make sense to have all similar patients in a similar yeah. area. I mean, like there's like a cardiac floor. They get like all the like, well, there's two cardiac floors. They okay. get all the cardiac patients. And then like everybody that like is coming back from having heart caths done and stents placed in their cabbages and like all that stuff. Okay. They all go to those floors. And then there's... um the the orthopedic there's the two orthopedic floors the ones okay. for like the hip the hips and knees like they're on the one side and then the other side like, and then the other floor adjacent to it is for like the, like the spot like the neck and then um back like any of those kind of surgeries like back okay. surgeries neck surgeries but then they also like they'll get bariatric patients over on that oh, okay too, because there's beds yeah. over there that are able to yeah. Hold on bariatric patients. Um, and then the six floors, the one side is cancer. is okay. like just like all cancer patients. And then the other side is um, like McGee Women's has like a little part of it. And then it's GIGU and like colorectal cancer. and like Okay. All. Yeah. Wow. So they have like a lot of ostomies and like resections for can like and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. That's wild. Whew. And then That's I'm crazy. on the, I'm on six on the other side, and it's just six main. It's just like there's three main and six main. Okay. And they're just kind of like a little bit of everything. Like they have bariatric beds. They have um. They have like CMO like comfort measure rooms. Yeah. Um. Because I'm I'm thinking like my my nurse man that, she really had to put it. Well, I mean I had several, but um. I was really not a good patient. Yeah. I was pretty rough. I was very uncomfortable. Uh, definitely wanted to go home. And, uh, yeah, it was not good. I, I felt bad for them because my mom was like, Mike, you're really not, you're not being very nice. And I said, well, I am, I am on a lot of drugs. <laughs> I've just been cut into. I'm very uncomfortable. And uh, I, <laughs> they, 
the things you guys see, I can't even imagine. Just just based on my simple surgery and what that nurse had to deal with, I can't imagine something more major or having like a really crazy person. But uh, it's really just no shame, you know. My, I just I still can't believe when she checked my my incisions that one time, just lifted my gown all the way up, and I was just like, "Well, there it is, there it is." Yep, yep. Well. I, I was going to go from the top down. I thought, you know, let's not. But no, nope, all the way up. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> there. So what do you think? Anyway, <laughs> not about the incisions, but anyway. But, uh, uh, well, you know, that was a big fear of one of them getting um, in, in, infected. I was yeah. I was really afraid of that. Because um, my, my grandma, I mean, this isn't the same, but my grandma had a knee re- a replacement and it got infected. Mm. They, had to, they had to take it out. Like you have to take it out and yeah. put in a new one. Yeah. But it takes you can't get a surgery that that close together. So plus they have to clear up the the infection. Yeah. So she had like a spacer in. They so what they do is the knee's infected, it's rejecting the well they well, it's not rejecting it, they just have to take it out. Yeah. They can't leave it in there. And then so they take out the knee replacement and they put in like a spacer which I never really, I don't know if you could walk on it. I never quite like, like understood it. Yeah. And then after the infection was clear, they had to redo it. They had to go in and do it again. She's, well, she wasn't 90 then, but like I'm thinking for an 80 some year old, that's a lot. Yeah. But I was really afraid of one of the institutions getting infected because I just wanted to go home so bad because I was told it was going to be an hour and a half surgery, just one night in the hospital for observation, go home the next day. The surgery was four and a half hours. I was there for three days. And I was like, get me out of here. And they had me recover in the ICU. Have you been in an ICU lately? Yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not where (laughs) you want to be. Although I was in Passament's ICU, and it was a lot different than like, I mean, granted, they don't get the acuity of the patients that Presby does, but yeah. A lot of the people down there were like up walking or like they had PT down there getting them up, walking them around. Really? Yeah. Huh. Which like I didn't really. Well, the, the ICU. I mean, for an ICU, I figured like all those people are down there on vents and like. Yeah. Out. They're like, on like sleeping. Like they're, they have them on like you know, stuff to be knocked out, like on yeah. station. Yeah. But they were down there getting people up, walking around. And I was like, oh, Wow. Wow. Now you were you have you have told me that you want to do practitioner, right? Yeah. So what? Like, how long do you have to, or do you think it would be good to work as a nurse until you go? They usually say like a year. So you just kind of get some experience. Yeah. And then is this like another school? Is it kind of like getting like a master's degree or something? It where, is. Yeah. Oh, it's basically a master's degree. It's a master's degree. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. So I just have to apply to Carlo and try to get into their program. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so what? More school. Yeah. Okay. Listen. When I I thought college was great, I fucking loved college, and I thought that's good. That's enough schooling. I'm a singer. Like, what other schooling do I need? And um, I asked my teacher at the time. I was like, man, do I really have to get a master's degree? He was like, yes. <laughs> and it's not. It, it. Well, first off, if I didn't get my master's degree, I wouldn't have. I would have done none of the cool stuff that I did in the past five years living yeah. in in New York City. I would have done zero of it. Europe, uh, New York, California, debuting here in Pittsburgh. I mean, going pro, getting a manager. None of that would have happened. And um, doing the podcast, none of this would have happened. It all led to all this amazing stuff in my life. And um, But the thing about it is, you know, more schooling, for, at least for a singer. I mean, when you're in medicine, it's about getting qualified to do these things and learning, you know, like... It's it'd probably be good to learn actually how to do an IV. Or I don't know. It's like you got, you got to know like like the anatomy and stuff. Like it's very important. Yeah. You know, you're a, you're a medical professional. You know, but but for singing, it's more about like meeting people and getting to another level and singing more and bigger. And it's it's not just about the piece of paper. I mean, here's here's the piece of paper. It's just gonna sit here on my wall. <laughs> like it's not doing anything. It's just hanging out. You know, but it, it's what it leads to that is what really matters. So what kind of stuff do you hope to do as a practitioner that you can't do, you know, without that? 
I mean, just a different job. It real okay. So like that's what like like the main thing. What what can they do differently? Better hours. Oh, better hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, they can like write prescriptions. Okay. Like they like they put orders in. Okay. Um. I mean, I would like I'd like like to have a job like in like kind of like a clinic type. Like walk-in clinic type thing. Like okay. That. So you actually Which, could like see patients. Yeah, like you actually see patients. So like if if it was a clinic, you know, like you could like all those like all the people that work at like Rite Aid and like see people like for flu shots and like, yeah, the, like the minute clinic. Those are all nurse practitioners. Okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because like like even if you go to like an OR, I'm sorry, and an ER. I mean, I'm trying to think. The last time I went to an ER, I think I had a PA. I don't think I saw. I mean, sometimes an MD. there's sometimes there's nurse practitioners there, but it's usually they're usually doctors. I'm trying to think. I mean, I think I think Passivit might have one or two. Yeah. Nurse practitioners. Is it a, is it a, doctors. is it a common thing to do? Are there a lot of them? Nurse, yeah, nurse there's, practitioners. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, it's kind of a. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So, uh, tell me. So, you watched the uh, Pens game. How how was it? I know we we destroyed. Yeah, destroyed. We we obviously destroyed Philadelphia. I don't think Philadelphia was prepared for the Stanley Cup to to the two-time Stanley yeah. Cup champion back to back. Um but tell me about the game cuz I literally I I well, first off I had to work till 8, so obviously I didn't see the first uh period. Yeah. And then I get home and um I have some leftover Chinese and I fully prepared. Oh, oh I had some this morning too. <laughs> that 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 pork fried rice, it's like the never-ending <laughs> Pork fried rice. I fucking love pork fried rice. But um, uh, what's your favorite uh, Chinese food? Um, I love chicken and broccoli. I love broccoli. I have chicken, chicken and broccoli. I have chicken and broccoli down there. I I got chicken and broccoli. I love. I I just love broccoli. So anything with broccoli. I got chicken and chicken and broccoli and pork fried rice and four pan fried dumplings. I feel anytime I get Chinese and I get like the like there's a like the pork I don't get just pork fried rice I just get the fried rice like the with everything in it like it has like shrimp chicken and pork oh but okay the, por- I, I, por- the pork's always like dry and like gross so I usually pick it out yeah what what's going on here what do you mean I hear like bumping in my I mic I think it's the, all these cords are so all these cords they're all like jamming up together it's fine I just want to make sure it's not something you know, systemic that that I'm having an issue with. It's all good. This is a this is a huge endeavor here. There's lots of cords. There's lots of microphones. There. This is like my like dream, like this, <laughs> to just do this for like a living. Like this would be ideal. Like like what if this was? What if we were getting paid? Like we woke up. Oh, we had like a 10 a.m. show. If we were getting paid. I might not mind waking up. <laughs> exactly, but no. That's the thing. They think about Howard Stern. He's had a morning show his whole life. His show starts at like six a.m. His oh, that's, med- that's med- still a little now early. here's the deal though. He only he, he only does three days a week now because he's he doesn't have to do yeah. the whole week anymore. He's Howard Stern. He's established his his fame. But uh, so anyway, let's let, 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 let's go back to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So obviously we uh, we had dominated. Um, any any takeaways from the game? Any like. Was there like a? I can't even like hockey a puck like going forward. Yeah. Like Crosby's first goal when he like kicked it back. Yeah. It's it's unreal. Like I can't even get it into a net. Like when I'm looking at the net and like. Yeah. Like and he was facing the net was yeah. to his back. And I was, and he was, <laughs> yeah, it's like, unbelievable. And it still went in. It went in. Like there was someone behind him. The goalie's there. Yep, and it still and found a way like, in. What? It's almost like the game cheats for Sidney Crosby. It's almost like there's some magical power out there. It's really. But then you have to think like, how many times does he do that and it actually doesn't go in? There? Yeah, that's true. That's they, also true. There's. That, like he's done that multiple times and it just happened that that time it goes in and we're like oh my gosh you know? it went in <laughs> yeah. but all the times it doesn't go in we're like oh yeah it didn't go in because that was a hard shot yeah but I would never be able to do that still exactly no but that the, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to put it in going forward like I think one of the points is like other players won't even attempt that kind of stuff or think to do it yeah. like he has scored so many baseball um that's what I, I guess I'll call them like, like like baseball shots yeah where he whacks the puck out of the air yeah. and it goes into the goal because I don't think other players really think to do that yeah. or have the capacity to make it happen. So they don't even try. 
I mean, I watched. That's the only highlight I I watched was that was that goal. And if you watch it, the puck is being shot towards the net. A flyer is going out to grab the puck yeah. so he can ground it. Before the flyer can grab the puck, Crosby's stick just, comes yeah. and whacks it, and it goes into the net. It's so was that the first goal or just his first goal? I think that was the third goal. That was the third goal, his first, and yeah. he had two more after that. So he had a hat trick? Yeah. Holy. See, I... Fuck, 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 fuck. Every time I don't watch a game, it's like the coolest and biggest game of all time. Oh, well. I mean, did, like, Philadelphia even, like, play well? Like, were they in... The, I mean, obviously, they, they couldn't score. I mean, I was watching it at the bar. <laughs> Where did you go? <laughs> Anthony had pool, so we went some place i just know every time that they scored we got fireball shots oh my <laughs> so god there. well that's not that's that. <laughs> wait there were so many fireball shots everywhere wait, he had pool yeah that he uh, he uh, shoots pool yeah like on like a kind of a on more a, on a team really oh i didn't know that he had that a talent <laughs> no. no he's he's good yeah he's good yeah. he's good yeah i've um we have a pool table at the house and i i've played my whole life and i love the game i'm terrible yeah at like like most things that i love like golf yeah i'm horrific pool i'm not very good um you know it, but i love playing it's a great game i've never played it like a pool hall we've always had a a yeah. table at the house and like my my high school dorm we we had a pool table and when we like in in the dorm in high school we we played like legit pool like not like how like yeah. not like just like bullshit rules but like legit rules like yeah, you yeah. had he, to call he gets, he gets serious with like, it you have yeah, to like call like every shot yeah. like this isn't just like you got lucky and it went into a, a uh you know a, another you know i mean every shot is called like we had rules like on the wall <laughs> What kind of rules? Oh uh, well, like see, like there's be, like beyond the regular. Well, see, like you know, um, in like just fun pool, you can shoot, and if a ball goes in, great, you, you got a ball in. In serious pool, every shot needs to be called, and it has to be like an intended thing, right? Mm -hmm. Also, when you scratch, you know how you put it behind those like like two diamonds, you know, like you put it behind. In, in house rules that we played, it was ball in hand. Every scratch was that's like, a, yeah, was like they, ball in hand. So we played more like serious rules in, 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 in high school. And I, I, also got, I also got pretty good at ping pong. We had a ping pong table as well in our dorm. I got pretty, not <laughs> I'm like... Good, I'm good at ping pong. Not I, like, I, can, I, can, I can ping a pong. <laughs> yeah, you can pick a pong. <laughs> I mean, it's not like uh, Forrest Gump level or anything. <laughs> I'm not going to be playing China or anything. But uh, I got pr pretty good. But... um. I'm I'm glad that that the Penguins went into this playoff season with with basically like dominance. Yeah. Like we are the two-time back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, my dad has all the flags in our front yard. Oh really? You know, I my neighbor has like like the like the <laughs> like believe the Dix one. Yeah, the Dix, one, yeah, the Dix ones. Yeah, it says believe on one side and then something yeah. else. <laughs> I mean, like, th or like round, I don't know, like round three or something yeah, on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw I'm gonna when have I was to text. Out, I was like, a oh, great, were those people? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to text Jason back here, and I'm, I'm gonna have to text him here and tell him that, uh, uh, you know, I'm we're like we're like we're like doing a show. So what what'd you get at Starbucks? Oh my gosh, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> a six dollar water. <laughs> what? Why? Why are you drinking it? I mean, because it's still like somewhat flavored, but it was supposed to be like a peach peach green tea, but. They somehow mutilated it. It's just very watery. Is that what you usually get? Yeah. It's very good. You like tea? I don't like coffee. I don't like coffee either. I'm not a coffee person. I, I get migraines. So. Yeah. Like I remember in college, before I turned 21 in college, um, you know, you would ask girls to go out for coffee because <laughs> that's the only way that you could go on like a date. Yeah. You can't go to a bar yet. You can't drink yet. So you so you go on these like pathetic like coffee dates. And I hate like asking girls out for coffee because I don't drink it. I'd rather like let's go like play mini golf or something. I don't know. Let's go do let's go do yeah. something. You know? Um let's go to dinner. Like 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 even dinner is like dinner's nice, 
but like let's do something where we're yeah. actually out having fun and but i would have to go on these like stupid coffee dates and like we would we'd get to the counter and you know i'm like awkward and i'm like i like you you know and it's like and um and you know they'd be ordering whatever and i'd order like a hot chocolate like i'm six years old or something because like what <laughs> else am i gonna get i don't like tea and i don't like coffee see, I, I like tea yeah see we see i only like one kind of tea and it's specifically for curing a sore throat which literally saves my life it's called throat coat tea and i remember i had a big audition and the day before the audition i like i like couldn't i like couldn't sing i could barely talk and i thought well i'm just gonna pound some throat coat tea and the next morning oh it was perfect (laughs) That's the only tea I will drink. It doesn't taste like regular tea. Yeah. Let's put it that way. It's a whole different flavor. I, I have some around here somewhere. But I don't, I don't really sing seriously right now, so I'm not, I don't like keep it like in stock. But in my apartment in New York, there was a shelf just dedicated to throw coat tea. And if I ever felt like a little scratch or something, just let's get some of that going. And, uh, and that's the move. But no, like these... Um, Turning 21 is the greatest because like then you could go on like legit like, hey, let's go for a drink, you know, and let's get a little tipsy. So you, you know, might like me with the, those beer goggles on. But um, uh, no, the co- I remember those stupid. I remember fucking coffee dates, man. They were so lame. I'm like, this is so lame. Like, I'm not getting laid. Like, this is not, not this isn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> like, this is so dumb. It's like a coffee date. Like, what are you gonna do after a coffee date? Like, it's like it's like noon. Like, you're not gonna go anywhere. You're just gonna go. Okay, bye. Like, you know. But anyway, thank God I turned 21. And got all of the coffee date stuff. But anyway, I'm I'm really happy that the Pens um have just opened up this uh, playoff season and with a huge bang, kind of telling the world and the league, you know, who the champions are. When we were up three to zero, I thought that's great. Yeah. Will win like four to two or four to three or something. You know, I thought the Phillies would would catch up, but then I, I woke up this morning, realized I had passed out last night. The well, they got those like the first two shots, like boom, like two, like quick. Yeah, yeah. Like the first shot was within like a couple of minutes, and then the second one was like right after. Oh, really? So yeah. we kind of just went boom, boom. Yeah. And so the first thing, besides figuring out how to snooze my Alexa this morning, because um. I was having trouble saying the word. The as I was kind of coming, you know, to, I asked Alexa what was the score of last night's Penguin game, and she said last night the Pittsburgh Penguins beat the Philadelphia Flyers seven to zero, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh, Michael, you missed like the greatest game, yeah. you know? I was like, I'm gonna have to. It, it's somewhere online. It must at least the highlights, at least seeing all the goals. I think I, have a, I think my dad probably has it recorded. He records all the Penguins. You want to know something? I I had a client yesterday that we went on a couple test drives, and I was like, okay, you want to do numbers? You know? And they're like, no, we got to go watch the uh, Penguins. And the wife was like, I mean, I have the DVR set, but I'd still like to watch it live. I'm like, wow, that's that's some dedication right there. Yeah, well, because my yeah, my dad has like, and it's annoying because it fills up our DVR. Yeah, because we have like every single. I'm pretty sure we still have all the playoff games from last year and the year before on on there. But there's still all the Penguin games on our DVR. Well, the only so ones, we're at like 97. percent Yeah, the only ones that I would keep after a couple years would be probably the game where we won the cup. Yeah. Or maybe just the the final. I mean, I don't think I need, like, the first round. Maybe I would keep this game because it was such a blowout. Yeah. But, like, you know, the games you win two to one or four to three, whatever, where it was just kind of like a, you know, one of, like, a regular hockey game where you're just, like, grinding it out and, and uh, hold on, let me see what a, what a, what a, what a Jason says here. I see how it is. Is he going to take lunch and come over? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, tell him that we couldn't play his videos with with him here. I'm gonna his say fall videos. I'm gonna say she. I'm gonna say she is being a friend. He's been asking me that a lot. Are you a friend? I'm like Jade. Never. You don't do that to me. You don't question our friendship. It's a little different now because he's used to seeing me all the time. Yeah. Because even though his job is more um, uh, company, the full company. You know, company wide, 
he still works at least for now out of Lexus. Yeah, he's he's at Lexus the yeah. majority of the time. And so I would see him like every day. Yeah. Now we're you know we're back to this more. I think to him it's more like because like when we when like when when I was in New York, it's like dude, I he's like why don't you come home for like a Pens game? And like I'm in New York, man. Like I can't just like <laughs> why don't you come here when they play the Rangers? And we go to Madison Square Garden. Like that would be fun. Yeah. I mean, we've seen how many games in Pittsburgh. Like, let's do it in New York. Actually, I never went to a game in New York. I just, I just never, um, it just never happened. I don't know. Well, the Islanders play out in, I think, on Long Island. The Rangers play in in Manhattan, and it just never kind of, it never kind of happened. You know. Plus, it's fucking crazy. Like, it's nuts in New York. Yeah. Like, I went to a Yankee game. Literally, that'd be fun. That's a lot of fun. The subway takes you right to the stadium. Yeah. And it is packed wall to wall with Yankee yeah. jerseys. And you're just in there. And then everyone gets out and goes into the stadium. And uh, that I did that when I first moved there. I went to a Yankee game. It was like a school thing. It was like a new student, you know, kind of thing. And that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. So when do you have to be at, at work? Like two. Two. Oh. But this is a this is your paid job though. Yeah. This is at least you're being compensated for your yeah. time. <laughs> it won't suck as much because I'm getting paid. <laughs> so what what kind of stuff do you do there again? Just like vital signs, blood sugars, yeah. keep people happy, clean up poop. <laughs> I think that is a major part of the nursing. They they should say that right away. There's going to be a lot of poop involved in 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 the rest of your life. Um, Those practitioners don't have to deal with poop. That's true. That's why you're that's you're 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 headed up. You're headed out of that. You're headed my, out of the- my friend's husband that I'm in nursing school with. He goes, "Is Alexa going on after this?" And she was like, "She was like, yeah, she's planning on being a nurse practitioner." One, he's like, "I can't see her cleaning up poop for the rest of her life." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I won't be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we've been going on for an hour here, the uh, PJ Show. I think this has been a good show. What do you think? Yeah. Good? You got to go and uh, get get ready for work? Go take a nap. Oh, man. That's probably probably the move. I'm going to go and uh, I got probably have some laundry to do. Got to get some dry cleaning. It's interesting doing a show at, at, a, at, at in the morning, you know, 10, 11 a.m. Because usually it's at night when, yeah. the, when, when the day's done. Now it's like, okay, I'm going to show's done. TMPS 88 is in the can. Now I got to go get my dry cleaning, do some when do laundry. You, when do you edit them now since you're on Friday? Well, you want to know something? I don't do a lot of editing anymore. I oh. kind of put them out raw. Oh. Um, I just cut the front off because there's always some time there. I add on the ending. Um, if there's any major gaps that I recognize during the show, I'll go and find them. I kind of take mental notes during the show of maybe where I want to edit. But the whole idea of me sitting here for an hour... And going through every single minute, I might do that later since we did such like an early show. But I'm actually thinking that maybe tonight, Jason, I might tag a Jason part onto this show because <laughs> am you I, know, am I not good enough? No, no, no. Just because <laughs> he he apparently is upset that we are recording without him. Oh. So in in the um in the spirit of friendship, you know, because we we are in the playoff season and. I know he's gonna want to give his two cents on, <laughs> on on the playoffs. So, uh, well, okay. So let's l- l- let's wrap it up for today. Okay. Thank you so much for stopping You're by welcome. on this Thursday morning, a morning edition yeah. of TMPS, and we'll see you next week on the Michael Papinchak Show. For all your tailoring needs, head up to Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. Call them at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment.